Hey there, mga Hey Mark. Yes, ma'am. I have a question. What do you think in the social perspective are the main purpose of architecture and architects? Well, for one, it has been and will always be the start and end point of a nation's development. Architecture has been there before we all know it. Architecture provides all from homes to parks, bus terminals to airports, and from communities to cities. The mission and vision is architecture, and we have architects to unfold all these right before our eyes. I agree to that. Naku, it has always been our dream. Waking up to the cities without pollution, may it be noise or air, a city where public transportation is never a burden but an advantage, and a life where everything is convenient and within a walkable distance. Kaya naman, in celebration of the World Architecture Day, magchichikahan tayo about the following topics. Architecture's evolving role in social change and why design needs a social conscience. And Shempre, this episode will not be complete without our very, very special guest. Tayo po today ay Trio Tagapayo. <laughs> yes, that's right, Mark. Siyempre, we need the expertise of our respected architects who share the same vision in, with us. So, uh, I'm Mark Kizagan of UAPSA USL. And I'm also Smile Poblete of UAPSA USL. And we welcome you to the 12th season of UAPSA Litaan with the theme of Peace and Empathy, the impact of architecture on psychological and emphatic well-being. A special episode in celebration of this year's World Architecture Day and the second year anniversary of UAPSA Litaan. And we introduce to you our special guest speaker for today, He is a currently a faculty member of the School of Architecture, Industrial Design, and the Built Environment of Mapua University since 2007. Also a former faculty member of the Architecture Department of De La Salle University, Das Marinas, the former Vice President of the United Architects of the Philippines Area B, and a member of the Philippine Institute of Environmental Planners, and also a member of IMUS Historical Society Council of Architectural Researchers and Educators. He took his bachelor's degree in architecture as a consistent top one dean's lister at Mapua University in Tramuros, Manila, and also took up his master's in architecture education with a thesis, Architecture Students in the Entrance Examination and the Design Process at the same institution, which he also finished off as magna cum laude. He took up his PhD in Environmental Studies at Miriam College, Quezon City, Then, he took the challenge of honing and shaping the future of the next generation of architects. It is our honor to introduce our guest speaker for this episode, architect and environmental planner, Jinar Pakingan Tablan, UAP PIEP PhD. Good day, architect. Magandang araw po. Good day. I'm very <laughs> excited to be with these uh, young faces and young bloods. Thank you, Wapsa, for inviting me. Ayan. So, sir, kamusta naman po kayo? How's your day? And we hope you are doing very well. 
Well, it's a Thursday today and uh, it's quite uh, hectic every TTHS because during uh, these days, we hold site inspections, meetings, and uh, coordination in my design-build office. While in the other days, uh, Wednesdays, Fridays, I hold teaching in Mapua. So Mondays naman, consultancy ko yan sa city government of Imus. Kaya it's a jump-up whole week, every week sa schedule. <laughs> Ayan, sana po nakapag, makakapagpahinga pa po kayo after nito. <laughs> <laughs> Later, I need to check the, ano naman, submission ng mga junior assistants ko sa mga design projects. So, siguro, uh, after, ano na, before doon, matutulog ako. Kasi tomorrow, may pasok sa mapuha eh. Uh, okay. Uh, Off-topic talk po, Sir Tablan. Uh, before we start po with the podcast, I am deeply interested in your life in the academe as we put together your introduction. So first and foremost, Paul Architect, I've asked this many times to my instructors in the industry. Um, how is it being an architect and at the same time a professor? And what is the best thing or your favorite part about your job? Well, uh, being in the academe is always being with young bloods and young future professionals. So sabi nila, When you teach, you never become old. Ibig sabihin, araw-araw, nasa mga kabataan ka. So I always wear my uh, sweetest smile as much as possible every day. Kaya nakakagaang ng pakiramdam kapag nasa akadim. So, of course, uh, it's a payback kasi sa ating profession, sa industry, to be uh, molding and shaping uh, these uh, future architects So uh, I'm very proud to be part of the academe kasi talagang karoon ng, ng pagkakataon, no, ng chance to give back to the profession and also to mold these young minds. So masaya at uh, I think uh, this is the fruits and the uh, outcome of my struggles on how to at least no, uh, develop and inculcate the, to the minds of these young minds the essence of the profession, the essence of the practice, and the essence of being part of nation building. Another quick question pa, Sir Tablan. Kailan niyo po na-realize and ano po yung nag-push sa inyo na pumasok sa academy? Wow! Yung question na yan, laging hindi nawawala kapag ang kaharap ko mga students, no? I started being inspired to be part of the academy when I was still studying in Mapua. I was once became the assistant of our former dean in Mapua who happened to be my kababayan, Efelo Caviteño, in the name of Dean Nicolas Ricafrente. So assistant niya ako nung college and then nagkaroon ng chance na ihatid sundo ko siya from, how, from, from his house to school and vice versa. Kasi nasira yung kanyang Daiwu ETI na kotse. So, uh, during those uh, almost a month of being his driver, so umaga, madaling araw, susundin ko siya sa noveleta. I'm from Imus. Imus noveleta is about 10 minutes away lang yan. Eh. So, susundin ko siya sa madaling araw, papasok kami sa Mapua, and then maghihintayang kami kung sino una o huli lalabas ng school. Kailangan sabay kami lagi. So, during those period of time, about a month nga, Uh, I was really inspired being in contact uh, with the former dean. So doon ko nakita yung ano yung essence ng pagtuturo, yung uh, drive ng isang dean to administer a school, a department 
because of course uh, Mapua the first school to offer BS architecture eh. so it's our pride no in the school so doon nag-start na nararamdaman kong I think parang pwede naman no na mag-share din ako so that was the time it will be part I already put it in my mind na I'll make sure na I will be part of this sharing of knowledge by entering in the academy. So, doon pa lang, no, about two decades ago, na-realize ko na na pwede din naman na sana makapasok. Oh, it, and there was an opportunity na I was invited in Lasal das Marinas because... Uh, Imus and Dasmarinas is also close ano na mga 1 hour 45 minutes ang drive so mas dito ako nauna sa Cavite mag-share ng aking kaalaman sa Academy sa Lasal Dasmarinas and then after 3 years from 2004 to 2007 uh, there was a time that uh, we invited Dean Chodoro the current dean in Mapua in one of our UAP Intramuros events so umaten siya tapos Nakita kami nung kanyang secretary who happened to be the original secretary of Dinrica Frente. So magkakilala na kami noon pa. So then, yun na. To shorten the story, uh, it started then in one of our UAP Intramuros events na na-invite ako ni Din Chudoro to teach in uh, Mapua. So of course, sino ba naman ako para tumanggi sa alma mater ko? Kaya from then, almost two decades na tayo dito. So doon siya nag-start sa ganong ma- maiksing ano lang realization no mabilis ang realize, realization na uh, i think i will love this this vocation and this profession in the academy ayan wow. uh, yes thank you po for your service architect tablan and sana po huwag po muna kayong tumingil hangga't mag-iisudyante niyo po ako <laughs> wow. of course may magma-master <laughs> sa masters na no sa masteral na uh-huh. And with that, sir, happy Teacher's Day. I mean, tapos yeah. na, pero we want to greet you. Happy Teacher's Day. Thank happy you very teachers much. Po. Happy Teacher's Day po every day. Salamat. <laughs> Ayan, now that we have slightly known more about our guest speaker, let's start with the talk proper. Yes, let's pretend this setting to be an online class so we, we could engage more on the topics. We have prepared a few but very relevant questions to today's time. Ayan, now that we have everything ready, I think it's time for our after-class chikahan with Architect Tablan. So, start na po tayo. Um, the past years have been very challenging for us as we encounter problems in health and even in our daily lives itself. How does urban development affect human health? May it be physical or mental, sir? Okay. So, because of the... Uh... I think, no, on, in my personal note, because of these uh, developments, uh, we were able to see the the developments as two things, siempre, no, on the positive and on the negative side. So, uh, having the availability of roads, kapag may kalsada tayo, may sasakyan laging kasunod eh. So, of course, ang end product nun, yung accumulation ng carbon, yung pollution, so, yun ang una. Lahat ng developments naman may impact or may effect sa tao. So, because of those um, uh, impacts, uh, the uh, release of this carbon, because of the uh, pollution no, na nasa, ano natin, nasa hangin, the, the noise uh, on land, at saka ano pa, stress sa traffic. So, that's how uh, people are affected. Tayong gumagawa ng development, tayo ang gumagawa ng progress. We all want to be progressive. We all, we are, we all want to be developed. Pero yun ang kabayaran. No? 
So, marami sasakyan, maingay, may pollution, makaapekto sa ating kalusugan, sa ating baga, yung hangin na yan. So, kailangan natin ng, ano, ng balanse because hindi lang naman progress ang kailangan natin. No? Kailangan nga balanse ito. So, in talking about balance in the urban development, we need to uh, understand no, yung pag-handle or pag-bigay uh, pag, uh, ng katarungan on how we on how we value the natural systems, the the soil that uh, the foundations of these buildings uh, rests, the uh, ano pa, yung mga dadat na nating species, flora and fauna, etc. So, para mabalansa yun, uh, maintindihan dapat natin no, kung how Mother Earth, how the natural systems function in our daily, day-to-day lives. So, I think uh, yun ang dalawang positive at negative na impact na na pwedeng um, nagawa sa atin ng urban development. Of course, in effect, lahat dyan, tao ang nananago, tayo, tao no, sa atin, tayo ang huling uh, nakaka-receive, tayo ang nakakatamasan ng progress, uh, we, beca- we, we become um, um, convenient dahil may mga MRT, LRT, pero syempre, meron ding, ano, may mga... Uh, precautions na nagagawa sa atin itong de- urban development na ito. Yan. Uh, follow-up question, sir. Uh, do you think that the countries with developed urban design and planning have fought efficiently against the COVID-19 pandemic compared to poorly designed communities? Of course, developed countries have prepared uh, enough no, to combat or to battle the virus. Pero uh, hindi nakakasigurado that diba, in, yung ating mga nakitang uh, uh, result of the uh, uh, the increase of the deaths and uh, yung pagkakahawa sa US no kasi sila yung sila nga yung prepared they all they are all equipped sila yung mga una nakapaghanda they develop the vaccines they develop the procedure in 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 handling uh, these cases pero hindi assurance na sila yung uh, unang nakatapos naka-end nung pandemic or nung impact ng virus but ang tingin ko doon they have prepared enough no na, na napaghandaan nila because they all have the facilities they all have the connections eh compared sa atin sa developing countries uh, nakita niyo naman yung trend dati ng distribution ng vaccines hindi tayo priority kasi mas sila yung may power sa world banks they all have they all have the uh, connections with other nations that produce vaccines so sila talaga yung mapagbibigyan ng papagdadalhan so parang second third class citizen lang yung mga developing countries but nevertheless philippines as a developing country for the past decades sa pagtagal na alam niyo elementary pa lang kami developing country na tayo eh ngayon estudyante ko na kayo magmamasteral na kayo under developing country pa rin ang kategory ng Philippines. So, we have embarked on this ano um uh, crisis, may mga nagbuwis ng buhay, may mga you know, mahal natin sa buhay. Uh, but I think uh, it's fair to say na we did our part because uh, it is a collective thing naman, ba? Hindi pwedeng uh, gobyerno lang gusto matigil yung virus. Kung tayo sa si isa't isa gusto natin matigay, we, just, we should do our part also. Huwag tayo ma-expose, huwag tayo maglalubilo. Isa pa, malaking populasyon natin eh, kaya exponential ang uh, effect nun. So, kung yung, yung 1,000, of course, 
mas marami sa 100. So, mas automatic by simple logic and mathematics, arithmetic, mas marami nahawa sa 1,000 compared to 100. Yeah, that's it. Ayan, sir. Uh, one more question, sir. Interested kasi ako dun sa topic. Do you think, um, since we've had the worst scenarios during COVID, do you think ready tayo in terms of infrastructure in case may dumating na bagong pandemic? If, if we rely on the existing infrastructure, hospitals, laboratories, we're not that equipped and ready yet to face another new global uh, health crisis. Kasi alam naman natin sitwasyon, no? uh, kung, hindi nga nag, kung hindi nga siguro nag-COVID-19, baka mababa pa rin ang budget ng health uh, ano natin, sector. Kaya hindi kasi na-prioritize talaga. Though, Uh, we have partnerships with other countries, private organizations to increase the bed capacity in hospitals. Uh, it, it does not end in that way because the, the government has still the, ano, the uh, political, administrative um, responsibility ano, na mabigyan ng services, health services, yung hanggang kabababa ang laylayan sa lipunan natin. So I, I hope na we could still increase the bed capacity, the the uh, services. Bukod kasi sa aside from the infrastructure, syempre kasama doon, if you increase your infrastructure, you need to increase your manpower, the health professionals. Eh wala eh. Nag-aabroad sila kasi mas uh, fruitful ang, ano, ang salary doon, ang future nila, ang career abroad. So kasama no infrastructure plus manpower plus ano plus uh, plus uh, healthcare professionals so wag sana no wag sana may bagong dumating kasi baka hindi pa rin tayo kaya lalo na yung di ba yung yung mga testing ng ano ng uh, testing capacity natin doon sa RT-PCR mababang mababa kasi kulang tayo ng testing center so Uh, mababa, we could not rely on the existing infrastructure to uh, increase our preparedness in if another um, uh, global health crisis, another pandemic comes in our way. Ayan, ay, that was a good question and a great answer. Maganda yung, ano, yung batuhan ng questions and nasasagot lahat ni sir. So I think, Mark, may sasabing ka pa? Yes, one note taken that we all suffer from bad urban planning. Imagine the billions of pesos lost every single day due to traffic. Tapos, imagine the lives lost because of the lack of decent pedestrian access and new healthcare system natin bumabagsak every time na may dumadaan na global pandemic. So that's one thing to look about. Ayan, smile. Okay, now we have down to our second question. Uh, I know madami ng mga follow-up questions, but ito pala yung second question natin. We have seen a lot of photos and videos which have recently trended on TikTok or Facebook or even on Twitter. The failed pedestrian accesses in the streets of Metro Manila. 
the long lines of Ed, Ed sa carousel, MRT, and LRT, the pangontrata of taxi drivers, these have ap- affected the emotional and physical well-being of students and the working class. So, sir, what do you think as an architect and also an environmental planner, the proper way to address these problems and what should we prioritize first? Ah, okay. Medyo, ano to, sensitive issue, no? <clears throat> Kasi, to be honest, ako'y alipin din ng sasakyan. I never commute na during college pa. So, medyo guilty ako dyan. Because, uh, all we need to do is, of course, <clears throat> uh, realize the impact of four-wheel cars, four-wheel automobiles na dumadaan sa kalsada in, on, in an individual capacity, no? Yung mga mag-isa, mag-isa lang na sasakyan, na pasahero nagil ako doon. So, of course, hindi naman din natin masisi mga tao kasi ang habol natin dito, convenience and comfort. Ako ako makikipagsabayan as a commuter, nako, baka uh, iba na itsura ko, no? y- yung stress from Cavite to Intramuros or wherever, uh, mahirap talaga. So, because uh, these people can afford also any, any uh, price of crude, gasoline or oil in their automobiles they could ano uh, there's no way for them no to spend in 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 the ano in exchange of in exchange of uh, convenience and comfort so kung maganda lang sana no if we have the facilities of uh, mass transport system aba eh wala na sigurong gagamit ng sasakyan it's also a matter of ano eh the um uh, the uh, on the part of the business sector dahil kaya nga gustong-gusto nila na wala pang available mass transport kasi yung malalaking negosyante natin they supply the automobiles they have the automobile parts so somehow medyo hindi naman kontsabahan pero uh, sila yung mga nakakaalam sa taas eh that they protect also these businesses syempre pati yung mga may-ari ng gasolinahan so uh because of those ano mga chain reaction nung negosyo nung uh, connections no so hindi pa ganoon ka ano ka powerful yung ating mass transport ilang ang solusyon kung magkaroon tayo ng magandang sistema ng mass transport chain system o kaya itong mga organized no at least medyo may kalaban na ang taxi na pero itong mga grab yung mga ano di ba yung mga nasa app natin na uh, yun nga lang, minsan uh, nakakontrata din eh. Minsan lang. No? So, at least make, ano na, may competition na yung taxi. Mabigat no, sa estudyante yung ganyang stress ka na sa klase, nagahabol ka sa oras kasi late, may bit-bit kang kung ano mang project na din sa school. It adds to the burden na gusto ko lang naman pumasok, gusto ko lang naman magklase, gusto ko lang naman makaabot sa destination ko. Pero bakit parang Araw-araw kalbaryo no, para mag-commute. So, ano din eh, uh, effect din to ng, uh, ng poverty yung kahirapan natin. Kung sana, no, lahat eh, may means no, to reach and to finish their education. So, siguro yung, uh, yung kanilang uh, approach in life no, medyo mababago imbis na, imbis na sila eh, lumayo pa ng pagtatrabaho or mag-apply or maging employee sa isang uh, sikat or in any available job in the metro, edi siguro in the respective places, they could have 
uh, enjoy uh, running their own businesses. Kung baga, dahil nga sa may pinag-aralan ka or meron kang natapos, pwede ka na on your own magsikap magtayo ng negosyo mo. So, wag ka, hindi ka na magiging empleyado sa Mahinila kasi ang focus ng tao to be in the metro, in, in, in Manila, in NCR kasi alam nilang nandun lahat, no? ang available employment, job opportunities, and businesses. So, malaking effect yung education sa tao and uh, the political will of uh, the government or institution na mabigyan no, ng sapat na uh, access to mass transportation yung ating kabuuan ng population. So, at least yung mga naunang administration, uh, they have already laid down the blueprints, the plan for such uh, approach in mass transportation. So, medyo unti-unti na nararamdaman na natin. Though, yung ating subway, baka five in six years time pa mag-operational. But at least we have, prepare, we are preparing, still preparing. Kami nga sa Cavite, dekada na hinihintay yung LRT extension. No? Medyo na-divert lang yan. From Aguilando Highway, pinasok nila doon sa, sa Molino Boulevard, sa properties ni Navillar doon. So nevertheless at least uh may tumatakbo tumatakbo yung ano yung LRT sa Cavite. So wag niyo kong gayahin magpaalipin sa sasakyan. Hangga't maaari pag dumating yung pagkakataon na uh, mag-available lahat ng mass transport system natin. Let's maximize the use of the mass transport para medyo makatulong tayo makabawas sa traffic. Follow up question sir. Uh, air transport naman tayo. Um, according to Department of Foreign Affairs, according to their website, Philippine Airlines is the first airline in Asia. So do you agree that we should be closing down Ninoy Aquino International Airport and transfer to either Clark or the Sangli Airport? Or we should expand the Ninoy Aquino International Airport or renovate rather? favorable sa akin yan pag nag-operate na talaga yung Sangli Airport kasi mga 20 minutes away ako dyan sa Cavite City. But then, given, no, hypothetically, na pwede talaga mapasara siya, uh, medyo congested na kasi because you can see the peripheral developments nitong ano, itong uh, naiya, di ba? You have Pasay, Paranaque, Forces of Muntinlupa doon talagang crowded na crowded talaga pag natiktinin sa air. So if uh, we are given the chance no na mag-operate sana ng ng isang bago international airport aside from Clark ne bago di ba sa Bulacan yata hindi yata natuloy no yung sa San Miguel na proposal but then if there will be talaga na uh, opportunity uh, I think uh, it's best of course to transfer a to transfer the full operation of international airport in some other places na medyo mas malayo sa city kasi if, if you have the chance in other countries, other places ang lalayo ng airport niyan isla, isla, no? tatawid ka ng dagat tatawid ka ng water tapos nasa isla yung ginawa nilang island yung kanilang airport to detach from the ano, from the congestion in the city para lahat ng ano travelers concentrated na doon lang pupunta at yung nasa city all businesses, banks and other ano Uh, progressive uh, uh, industry nandun lang. So, I think it's wise to ano, to transfer to other to other um, available uh, sites no instead of the naiya in uh, Pasay in para in uh, wait, wait. 
uh, yeah, pa, nasa Pasay, I think, yung, yung uh, naiyan natin. Ito, sir. Last po. <laughs> Jakarta, Indonesia, is sinking very fast. As well as Manila. And Jakarta is transferring their capital city to the island of Borneo, which is hundreds of kilometers away. Do you think we should do the same thing in Metro Manila? Okay, uh, just for discussion purposes, it's very hard for for this at present time no, na magbago tayo ng, ng capital. But uh, ideally, if uh, we'll, we'll be given the opportunity or the chance, yun din ang aking reaction. Congested talaga ang Manila. At napakalapit sa, sa disaster. You have the Manila Bay na source ng tsunami po pwede mangyari, no? Buti nga yung oil dito sa Pandakan, medyo na-control na. So, uh, ano na, matandang lungsod na kasi talaga ang Manila. We're speaking here of the capital Manila, not the NCR Metro Manila. So, kunwari, talagang may legislation na babaguhin ang kapital, kapitolyo, kapital ng Maynila. No? It's possible, I will support the, ano, the uh, call to transfer physically, no? geographically. Parang, uh, you know, makahinga ang Manila, the, Man- the Manila proper, no? City of Manila mismo. Uh, it's, it's a new, ano kasi, no? Medyo kailangan dito bukas yung isip ng lahat. From, yung tinatawag natin yung top-down approach from the top brass positions ng ating gobyerno, pababa doon sa mga stakeholders, na i-cascade nila doon sa baba yung, yung positive na maging output because of the congestion na meron tayo sa Manila mapaliwanag na sa taong bayan. Pero, you know, uh, napag-uusapan lang naman. Pero in reality, no, it will very, very hard uh, whoever is there in Malacanang to do such a move na ganito yung sitwasyon natin. Opinion ko lang yun, no? Opinion ko lang. Yes, sir. Ayan. Um, thank you po. Uh, I have been driving, ako rin po aminado, I use um, my own car. I don't use public transport system. Um, I have been driving on the streets of Metro Manila and the traffic is insane. Choosing the to ride the public transport system isn't going to help either. So, minsan, wala ka talagang choice kundi mas stuck sa traffic for two hours, two to three hours. And wala ka rin choice kundi pigilan yung ihi mo. And kung nagugutom ka man, magtiis ka kasi hindi ka pwedeng bumaba ng sasakyan para bumili saglit. And thank you sa mga nagbebenta ng money and ng candy. They help a lot. Yun, diba sa life? Tama, may taga-punas ka pa bigla ng ano, windshield. Yes, Ganun. tama. Hindi ka na kailangan mm. pumunta sa magpa-car wash. <laughs> Ayan, super hassle nga talaga, lalo na kapag may kailangan puntahan. Ayan nga yung sinasabi ko na kapag super hassle sa sudyante, nakala mo, uh, gigising ka nga ng maaga, tapos pupunta ka ng school like around 8 or 7.30 na, ganyan. So, parang gusto mo na lang umuwi ulit dahil ganun, sobrang hassle talaga. Ayun. And sabi ko nga dyan, kapag ikaw na stuck sa traffic, makinig ka na lang ng yuwap salitaan, di ba, sa Spotify. <laughs> Matang yes, episodes tama. Um, mental health, ayan, super interesting nitong talk na to kasi super practical yung mga problems na tinatakal natin. And I bet, even yung mga hindi architecture students, makaka-relate sa atin, di ba, Smile? Ayan, so sobrang ang dami nating follow-up questions kanina. Nakakarating na tayo ng ibang bansa. So, para tayo nag-travel virtually, di ba? Ayan, so I think uh, meron pa tayo questions. Kaya let's move forward to the next question. 
Ayan. Um, mental health naman po tayo, sir. Mental health has always been a hot topic, especially today, that the pandemic has hit us really, really hard. What do you think architecture and urban planning played during those times? Well, during those times that uh, we face the high concentration of these cases, doon nasubukan on how efficient the space factor in uh, administering administering the space allocation in in uh, different uh, structures or buildings if you compute for such a number of people at given time for say for a dining hall or a dining area so you need to add another factor for circulation so nakita natin na uh, yung tinatawag nating proxemics yung uh, study nung ano nung nung spacing ng tao eh ano talaga no uh, i mean uh, relevant relevant talaga so in in the outdoor areas no outside of our homes or outside of buildings we have seen the function of plazas of open spaces parks and playgrounds na ano siya relief no sa sa ano sa uh, at also a parang ano natin uh, a place no where we can ano extend our uh, time and uh, our chance no na makapaghalubilo sa labas no during those times so if uh, walang open space at hindi nagkaroon ng uh, pagkakataon naman design ng isang lugar because of the lack of available open spaces so ma- nakita natin doon na uh, uh, during uh, uh, health crisis during the covid in particular na kailangan mo ng ano 1 to 2 meters apart so mas nagkaroon ng ano essence yung open spaces kasi uh, ano diyan eh al- allergic diyan yung mga developer no gusto nila tayuan ng ng mall tayuan ng you know ng structures air conditioned spaces so ngayon nung nakita natin uh, in, in in the last two years no lalo noong 2020 na ito pala ay ang, ang ano ito pala nung dumating ang crisis ito pala yung silbi na you have open spaces outside na kailangan ang tao hindi nagdidikit-dikit so alam niyo isa pa na naging challenging in architectural design itong mga ano air conditioned areas kailangan pala may ano din may access from the outdoors lalo na di ba yung mga outdoor dining na dati 30-30% lang pinapayagan so maswerte yung iba na naka-extend sa hallway inside the malls pero if you if we if if you if you have that ano uh, power to at least increase the space or the area allocation for dining areas na merong outdoor access parang tipong lahat ng restaurant sa mall merong access sa deck open deck or open terrace edi eh, kahit papaano no naka-survive yung businesses na yan kaso wala talaga eh kung before no kung enclosed ang space mo talaga hindi ka pagbibigyan na na mag-operate kasi nga uh, airborne na yung ano eh virus initially yung kanilang findings hindi pa airborne after after months in research na patunayan nila na ah ano pala may effect sa hangin na dumadaan sa hangin yung virus so architecture and urban design play a significant role by the realization of people na kailangan natin ng open spaces na hindi pwedeng enclose ang lahat ng rooms and buildings. That's I think I think that's how uh, uh, 
people appreciated the works of architects and urban planners na nakita nilang uh, kaya pala napakalaki ng lobby kaya pala ma- wide ang hallway sa hospitals in times of crisis magagamit mo siyang extension ng ng ano ng uh, nursing wards no so i think yun ang nakita ko no yung realization at appreciation ng tao sa works of architects and urban designers uh, follow up question po ito po medyo controversial set nasa sa inyo na lang po kung gusto niyo sagutin or hindi um Do you think that the Philippines is properly designed and properly maintained? Uh, ano kasi, because, di ba, napaka-colorful ng history natin. Example, sa, sa amin, in Intramuros, sa atin, Florence, di ba, yung the old Intramuros is still yung in, intact yung road networks. Yun eh. So, produkto yan ng mga, ano, ng mga approaches sa design ng ating colonizers, specifically the Spaniards. So, Uh, because of the colorful historical background of the Philippines, nag-mix-mix yung ano natin. Yung itsura ng kalye, nag-mix-mix yung ating uh, character ng building. So, kaya medyo chaotic. At saka walang ano kasi, no? nakikita natin. Walang continuity yung mga application ng projects. If the new administration comes in, ihihinto yung magandang project yung nakala administration because of the credit will not will not go to to the existing administration, the current administration, I mean. So, uh, on my personal opinion, uh, I'm, I'm not into being a pro or anti-administration uh, sa ngayon. No? Pero historically speaking, dahil matagal na matagal na yung mga pangyayari sa atin, na epekto ito ng mga nakasakop sa atin, uh, nakakalungkot pang sabihin, kaya medyo gumulo sa paligid natin uh, uh, hindi na ano hindi na bigyan pansin na upuan ng mga technical na tao upuan ng mga professionals yung tamang pagsasaayos ng cities and ng ating mga urban places or, or even rural areas no kasi even sa rural areas makikita mo sa gitna ng bukid may nagsusulputan ko ano ng structures do yan man e part ng kanilang gilingan ng bigas or yung tawag namin sa Cavite, yung storage ng asin, kamalig. So, kamalig also is ginagamit na storage ng ano ng, ng produce or ng uh, bigas o palay. Do, kahit na part siya, no, no, kailangan pa rin ng, ano, ng pag-organize. So, ano tayo, uh, nakakahinayang no, na hindi agad napasukan ng professional approach yung uh, planning and yung... Uh, yung uh, organize, organization ng uh, ng spaces ng road networks and ng land use yung ating uh, yung ating bansa yung land use act medyo nakabinbin pa medyo hindi ko alam kung alin portion na controversial at di pa mapalusot yan so yun uh, medyo ano uh, aminado ako no na magulo magulo ang planning system sa atin magulo ang setup sa Philippines uh, kasi Uh, babalikan ko ulit no nagaling tayo sa maraming uh, mananakop na nakaapekto doon sa ating existing na situation both sa natural environment at sa built environment ayan ito po last na for this question na follow up i think kailangan masagutan ng professional so <laughs> housing projects for informal settlers um according po kay Vice Pre- former Vice President Lenny Robredo. 
um, ang nagiging problema po ay kapag nire-resettle yung tao from Manila, for example, or Quezon City, to Cavite, which is the resettlement area, ang pamilya lang po yung may iwan sa Cavite. Tapos yung head of the family, babalik po ng Maynila, maghahanap ng trabaho, at makakahanap ng bagong pamilya. So, dumadagdag po ng dumadagdag yung problema. Um, what do you think? Um, how should the government approach this problem? And paano po natin, you know, mababalance out yung everything? Yeah. Even before the uh, uh, the Samarinas resettlement, kasi Cavite is very close to Manila, so the Samarinas, uh, GMA, yan yung mga unang resettlement sites, and recently, Trese Martires City, I've been involved in producing mass housing in Trese way back in 2006. So, ano ako, NHA subcontractor ako, no, yung production ng houses. Nakita ko yung sistema, uh, every week kailangan namin mag-produce ng about 100 houses. Tapos, the following week, may dadating na bas-bas, no? bas-bas, na galing na sa relocatives from, uh, ano to, ito yung mga relocatives from PNR, nag-clearing sila sa PNR, I think in Caloocan area. Nakita ko, bas-bas dumadating. Every week na may production kami, ititurn over yung housing. Dadating sila, may palistahan doon, titinan yung statistics, barangay clearance, etc. Tapos nakita ko rin, uh, yun, tama. No? Pamipamilya silang napunta. Maliwit na bata, malalaking bata, mag-asa, mag-asawa. So it, that was 2006. Then I had the opportunity to visit, uh, siguro mga pre-pandemic, yung resettlement site na ginawa namin sa Trese wala nang laman eh yung mga yung mga housing units so it's either binenta ng mga beneficiaries or totally inabandon nila because it's at the center of an agricultural zone so walang development sa paligid walang malapit na mabibili ng pagkain walang eskwelahan so for a housing project for the housing project to be successful kailangan natin holistic yung approach that just by providing these houses, these physical structures for those families in need, kailangan din kasi nila yung ibang services like employment, kailangan nila ng recreation, kailangan nila ng education. So pag hindi natin naibigay sa kanila yung basic services aside from housing, talagang iiwan at iiwan nila yan. Magulang man ang umalis o tatay man ang umalis at manganganak ang problema at magkakaroon siya ng uh, ibang pamilya sa lugar na yon so tamang dadagdag ng problema diyan so what the government should do i think no is to provide the holistic approach in the in this housing projects in this housing program kasama yung kompletong package no kabuuan ng pamilya pagkatao nila kabuuan uh, bigyan sila ng disenting matu- matutulugan nga yung edukasyon na il- ilapit yung eskwelahan doon sa doon sa kanilang housing uh, site at saka ano kasi to di ba mga ano sila uh, parang dayuhan ano they are not used into the new culture uh, that the new housing site has so medyo ano yan yung tama yung term na culture shock maninibago sila eh sa Maynila or in Caloocan or kung saan man uh, normal na sa kanilang Araw-araw, may inuman sa kanto, maingay, may video, okay, gabi-gabi. E sa lilipatan nila, kuliglig ang maririnig nila. So parang, they not used into that, ano, 
situation or into that ano daily day-to-day life na ganung katahimik. So nababago yung appreciation sa buhay, nababago yung kanilang norms. So para maging uh, I think uh, maging successful man in in terms of number of units no na ma-produce kasi may may anong NHA sa production ng housing, may kota-kota yan ano. So do kung ma-reach man nila yung certain number of housing backlogs and and that the government uh, could produce more than the required number of housing units the most important is for the uh, personal well-being of these people na ma ano masolusyunan din so masakit malaman na may ganyan ngang sitwasyon pero of course totoong nangyayari yan so paano natin mabigyan ng solusyon yan edi balik na naman tayo sa una kung nabanggit na education ko edukado lahat ng tao maintindihan nila yung tama sa mali no at least kahit papaano may magko-consensya sa kanila na immoral yata itong gagawin ko or ma- 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 mali itong direksyong tinataha ko so another basic service education should be placed into should be in in a serious place for the government to implement and to Uh, provide to the to, to the constituents to, or to the Filipinos. Ayan. Ito po, last. <laughs> uh, super interesting kasi ng topic. From philstar.com article, Architect Tablan, February 8, 2022, Isko, former mayor, Manila Mayor, Isko Moreno, opened the 1 billion peso condominium. Do you think this type of approach will work with the situation that has been happening? Well, I think mas mas maganda yung approach na yon, no? Uh, in-site development, in-city development tawag noon, in-feeling, in-city. So hindi mo ilalabas yung tao, nandoon pa rin sila sa lugar nila. Kasi nga dekay na nabanggit ko, don they they used to that place na eh. Yung kultura, yung uh, kapitbahay, yung environment, yung amoy, yung uh, yung paligid, no? So I think mas palagay ko, no, uh, wala pang isang taon yung project na yan, pero baka baka mas wag mag-work ito, itong in-city development compared sa ilalabas mo sa sa city mo at itatapon sa kung saan relocation site yung mga kababayan mo. I hope uh, uh, it will succeed. And I think mas sat palagay ko no mas magandang approach on yung in-city development, in-city housing. All right, smile. Hugabing tanong at uh, daming information na nakuha from Architect Tablan. And parang nga talaga tayong nasa class ni Architect Tablan. Um online nga lang. So, ayun, Mark. True smile. Yung parang malakas yung ulan sa labas. So, hindi ka makalabas na stuck ka sa loob ng room. Tapos, yung entire class nagtatalong lang sa prof mo. Parang ganun yung vibe na nakukuha ko ngayon. Ayun, pasensya na sir. Ano lang talaga, sinulit lang talaga ni Mark yung mga questions na sa'yo. Kasi ngayon lang naman namin kayo makausap, ba diba? And special episode nga naman talaga. So, ayun, super relatable po ng topics. And thank you dahil ang dami niyo pong insights about the questions that we have. So, yan. I think we have our yes. last question. Ayan naman, here is our last question for Architect Tablan. Ayan, ako naman ang magtatanong. So, yes. 
So, sir, how efficient can we get as a nation if we achieve an ideal urban setting? And for you, sir, how far, sa inyo po, how far can our country get in terms of urban design after 50 years? Wow. So, medyo ano yung 50 years na yan, ano? I think um, as a nation, if we all have the available infrastructure, amenities, and uh, everything is in its proper place, no? Kumbaga, walang nagsalasalabat na kuryente, yung totoong uh, collection ng solid waste ay efficient, you know, the Clean Air Act is fully imposed na. Um, we will become a great nation again. I mean, uh, for for this uh, past years that we have experience no different administrations we have of course um um experienced disasters and calamities so pag pag maayos kasi ang paligid no pag organize ako naniniwala doon pag maayos at planado ang lahat yung buhay natin susunod sa maayos at at planadong buhay so in order to reach that ano our goal no na magkaroon ng maunlad na bansa maayos na bansa uh, hindi pwedeng isa lang, no? Kaya nga kayo nag-aaral, eh. Kaya kayo magiging future architects. I always um, situate that I, I call for the participation of the students and eventually my colleagues will become colleagues eventually. And uh, as architects, no? Uh, we should take part uh, the initiative, no? We should have that initiative in taking part for nation building. Hindi pwedeng design-design ka lang sa office Hindi pwedeng construct-construct ka lang. Kaya ka nga arkitekto, you plan everything, you foresee the future, and uh, we are after beauty and function. So, kung yan ang nasa puso at nasa isip natin, kung ang lahat ng arkitekto, ganito ang direksyon at ganito ang nasa isip nila, tao na maghuhusga na ito pa talaga ang participation ng architects and planners, magsilbing uh, role model at uh, magiging instrumento para mapasaayos yung ano yung direction ng bansa natin. If uh, if you do not participate na participate now or today, uh, when will it be? So hindi pwede na hindi agad tayo kumilos. Of course, hindi pwedeng uh, nag-iisa lang yung nag-iisip na mag, na mapaganda yung 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 bansa natin. So we should also teach our ano our neighbors, our family, our siblings we we teach them and uh, we talk to them on the importance of ano collaboration uh wag magkanya-kanya dahil kapag uh, isa lang yung may gusto eh out of one more than 100 million Filipinos isa lang o dalawa o tayo lang uh, walo ang may gusto sa ano sa pagbabagong to walang mangyayari so i think all we need to do uh, as architects, as future architects, let's all be involved sa lahat ng mga gawain na ito. So kung gusto nyo maging involved at gusto nyo maging masaya yung future natin kasi maayos yung bansa natin, we elect officials to lead the country na matino. No? Pag matino leader, matino ang, ang citizens, matino lahat. So kung hindi man tayo nagtagumpay sa call natin sa matinong leadership, wag natin... Hayaan, no? Na another six years, another twelve years, another eighteen years, eh, malang mangyari sa bansa. 
So, kailangan dito guys, uh, wise decision. We, we think of what is good, we fight for what is good, and uh, we do what is for good. So, kailangan uh, uh, matatag yung kalooban lang natin. So, ang isang bansang maayos at matino ay isang bansang may maayos at matitinong mga mamamayan din. Uh, sir, last na po, any message po sa ating architecture students community? Thank you, Wapsa, for in your, having me in this uh, special podcast. Salamat sa pagkakataon. Hindi ko lang mapahindihan si Florence, kaya kailangan ka ako. Kahit na late, dapat uh, mag-appear pa rin ako sa podcast. Uh, I'm always telling my students that in architecture, attitude matters. Kung wala tayong magandang pag-uugali, kung hindi maganda yung pinagmula nating pag-uugali, at kung wala tayong ugali na ma-share uh, sa profession na to, magandang ugali na ma-share sa profession na to, magiging walang silbi yung ating paghihirap para maging isang arkitekto. Uh, uh, humility plays an important role if you want to become future architects, future designers, and future planners. Kasi doon natin nakikita no, yung kababaang loob at yung uh, paglaban sa tama versus sa mali. Eh, hindi, lang naman, hindi lang naman abogado, police, or politiko ang makikipaglaban dyan. No, tayo mga arkitekto din. Uh, in due time, you will become future architects. So, kung alam natin no, na matino ang isang bagay, ipaglaban natin. Kasi... Ang, ang architecture hindi lang nakakonfine sa form, hindi lang nakakonfine ng architecture sa function, hindi lang nakakonfine ng architecture sa beauty, aesthetics. Ang architecture is really multidisciplinary. So bilang arkitekto, you need to understand the emotions of people. Being an architect, you need to understand the, the uh, forces of nature. Being an architect, you need to understand the um, the connection of uh, people with the rest of the community. So, hindi nagtatapos sa pag-o-autocad o pag-re-render o pag-o-construct ang profession natin. We need to understand people also because we design for the people. So, uh, sa mga future architects natin, uh, do not forget also, in whatever we do, the center of everything is love. Love, love, love. Yan lang ang centro. Pag, pinag, pag pinag-isa natin yan, lahat ng produkto ng arkitekto magiging makabuluhan kasi nasa puso mo eh pag-ibig. No? Salamat po. Uh, mag-ingat tayong lahat at uh, maging uh, enjoyable ang araw na to at ang mga susunod pang mga araw. Salamat ng marami. Ayan, from educational to practical, all of the questions have been tackled very, very swiftly. Yes, and we are so glad that you had the chance para makipagkwentuhan with Architect Tablan. We have so much information and ayun, knowledge na dadagdag learnings from Architect Tablan. And Mark, yes. do you have any takeaways? Kasi ang dami na. Po. Masyado <laughs> na pong marami. <laughs> Natanong ko na lahat ng gusto kong itanong. And lahat, parang napaka-satisfying na kanina iniisip ko. Ano kaya yung follow-up questions ko? That was, nasabi ko siya, lahat. And there you have it, the special episode of Hiwap Salitan in celebration of this year's World Architecture Day and the second anniversary of Hiwap Salitan. 
thank you so much, Architect Junior Tablan, for joining us today. Architect, where can we find you po? Like Instagram or Twitter? Diba, young yeah. po tayo. Yeah, yeah. My, I have an Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, <gasps> Facebook, JP Tablan. Yeah, I think JP Tablan. Or Junior Pakigan Tablan. <laughs> okay po. Sana po mag-vlog po kayo ng mga ano. <laughs> I, I should have done I should have done vlogging before kasi talagang very toxic hindi na nga nasundan yung mga travel uh, videos ko sa TikTok dahil super loaded talaga again we would like to thank Architect Tablan for being part of this special episode don't forget to like and share this podcast to your Archie friends or even non-Archie friends and follow us on our official social media accounts at Facebook Twitter and Instagram at UAPSA National and our official publication, Haligi Publication, on Facebook at Publication, so you'll be updated every time we upload a new podcast episode. You can also listen to the previous episodes of Salitaan. Just search for Salitaan on Spotify. Again, this is Mapa Blete from UAPSA USL. And this is Mark Izagan from UAPSA USL. And this has been the 12th season of UAP Salitan with the theme of peace and empathy, the impact of architecture on psychological and emphatic well-being. A special episode in celebration of this year's World Architecture Day and the second year anniversary of UAP Salitan. And also, we would like to greet our hardworking teachers a happy Teacher's Day. Happy Teacher's Day po, Architect. There you have it. Thank you po for joining us tonight. I mean, today or whatever time you listen to this podcast. Alright. Bye-bye, mga bata. Paalam. Peace out.